0: Welcome back, all you fabricated fleshbacks Flashbacks, to the Super, not funny show, Supercast. The Supercast, where we talk about all things uh, superhero in our pop culture space. That's video games, movies, TV shows. Uh, we'll talk news and we speculate. All that good nerdy stuff. I'm Mode De Poupe, your resident fabricant and comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture. Joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. Lottie, how you doing today?
1: I'm doing good, man. Had a had a pretty eventful weekend, but I'm back, recharged, and ready to talk about news.
0: That's right. Uh, here on the Supercast, of course, we always talk about uh, what's going on uh, in all the superhero stuff and pop culture. Uh, but this week, uh, as usual, we're also going to be reviewing the newest episode of uh, of The Boys. I uh, call it. I'd say it's the, the middle episode, episode five. Uh, and uh, we'll also uh, just be going through these news items. So, uh, Spider Verse gets some new villains the, across the Spider Verse. Sam Jackson said, F the Oscars. Marvel is developing <laughs> a new character, uh, a wonderful new character. Miss Marvel uh, underperforms on streaming. We're going to discuss why. Uh, we also have news about Craven, the Knot Hunter, and in uh, yet another installment of Fumbling the. Wait, what the heck? I'm fumbling the back. Hold on a second. Dang it! What did I just do? Crap! Sorry. One second. I'm gonna restart. Right. I accidentally uh, unplugged something. All right. Yeah, that's one, okay. one, two. And in another installment of Fumbling the Bag, we present to you Ezra Miller, uh, who who seems to be trying to do the most epic bag fumble. So, all right, Lottie, that's a big, big list. You ready to go?
1: Yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's go.
0: let's do it. Um, Let's do some some quick stuff. Across the Spider-Verse, this actually came out a couple weeks ago. We didn't get to it last week, but we're going to get to it this week because uh, Spider-Verse is, quite honestly... One of the best superhero things ever, uh, and definitely uh, in our top, in our top uh, movies. Maybe even the best Spider-Man movie. Uh, yeah, y'all can find me on that. But uh, either way, we found out uh, who the main villain of Spider-Verse is going to be. Lottie, can you believe this? I, I, you, I know you are. I know you got some pretty good, you know, Spider-Man knowledge. Can you believe they are bringing the Spot into this? The Spot. I, was, I, I, I I I almost couldn't believe that, <laughs> but like in a good way. Like I saw, did you see the um, the picture of it? Like it's uh, it makes all the sense, but still the spot. Like you talking about a deep cut, a deep cut Spider-Man I, villain.
1: That is definitely the. He looks now that we see, it makes sense, especially that is you know his body's interdimensional that's that's quite awesome yeah that's quite awesome i was almost thinking this might lead to uh what's that guy's name uh 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 spider carnage but the spot that's kind of cool and they're making him of course a lot better than what he was before just a crook now he's actually like truly uh dimensional cro- being that's going to basically fuck shit up and I'm ready to see this.
0: Yeah, I I hope that they go the way of uh that they did with with Doc Ock. Because they totally flipped on our head what we were thinking about Doctor Octopus was going to be about and I in my opinion better. <laughs> well, now I don't want to say better. That's not fair. But still like just because we were so we were not expecting a female Doctor Octopus and she was great. So oh, yeah. like I think that... Yeah, you're right. They're, I, I figure they're going to flip it on its head, too. Um, and we also found out that the Vulture is also going to be uh, uh, a bad guy in, in the new Across the Spider-Verse. Which, we've already gotten a pretty great Vulture in Michael Keaton. Uh, so I wonder if they're going to actually do the old man Vulture. You know, the, the old guy uh, that, we hadn't, that we haven't actually seen before. So, um, I don't know. Uh, Lottie the Vulture cool
1: not cool <laughs> I mean I don't know why you said it is Uh, it, 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 I, I see th- this is a smokescreen this guy's face the guy who's being the voice actor is it's, it's Michael Keaton as we all know Michael Keaton is like J.K. Simmons he's across the different verses he connects <laughs> all the verses together Michael Keaton is probably I'm just joking but um, I mean I hope they use the vulture. That they're probably gonna use the vulture that has more time powers. You know what I mean? I would love to see that. And I mean, it looks like I. I mean, we all know this into the Spider Verse movies. Not the spot just can't just be one villain. It probably got other villains as well. And I'm very, I'm down for it. I'm down for it. I want to see. I, I I just hope it's the it's the vulture that has time powers.
0: Well, I'll, all I'll say is I'm like, I'm not going I don't you know I don't like to do a ton of speculating. Uh, I don't like to write the the story before I actually get to see what the story is. So all I will say mm-hmm. is I have utmost faith in uh, in the creative team because they delivered so hard the first time that like they could do whatever. So I'm I'm just these two this is cool. Hey, y'all do do your thing. Those are two good villains. And I'm sure y'all are going to make a great thing out of it. So uh, we'll let you guys know more about it as we learn uh, more in the future.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what? Uh, Sam Jackson is the, first of all, he's the man, right? Uh, he's, he's the yelling man, right? <laughs> right? He's always yelling. Uh, but also he's Nick Fury. Uh, he's way cooler than uh, any other Nick Fury could possibly uh, have been you know they, you know the nick there's a Nick fury that was played by david hasselhoff which we try in the in the multiverse he exists but you no know, we try to forget that because i mean lame right <clears throat> yeah uh but uh you know sam jackson you know he's been acting for a long time he he had a um he was interviewed he was talk they were talking about like you know his chance of getting an oscar and you know what sam was just like hey i don't care about no damn oscar i'm just I want to be remembered for my roles. <laughs> I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but essentially he's like, look, I had a chance to get an Oscar in a Tarantino movie. If they wouldn't give it to me for that, they're never going to give me that thing. So I just want to be you know, in these roles that people remember. So in other words, f- fuck the Oscars. And uh, you know yeah. what? <laughs> I, just, I just want to put, take my hat off to the man because you got an Oscar in our hearts as far as I'm concerned.
1: Uh, What do you you, you think? I mean, I agree, because let's just just to be honest, Oscar does not hold as much weight as it used to be, as it used to, because let's just be honest. In the last couple of years, there's been a lot of shenanigans going on with the Oscars, and we can all agree that the last, I'm not going to say this last one, but the last couple of Oscars, those people did not deserve that, John. Let's just be okay. honest. Well, you know
0: what? I, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm going to. Well, just I won't
1: say, that say. I won't say they didn't deserve it, but I'll say I felt there might have been some other people better qualified for. It. But it, that's all I have to say about
0: it. Yeah, I mean, as as far as I'm concerned, anyone who wins an Oscar, they deserve it. Um, I just wonder. Like, there, there's obvious. There's. I think there's some obvious. Uh, you know prejudice against certain genres of movies, like you know they just grudgingly give you know comic book movies any kind of real you know acting Oscars or anything like that. Shoot, Joker won, but it's not really a comic book movie as far as I can, can tell. And Logan won for best screenplay, but that's as close as they as they get, you know. And you know Sam Jackson, he's just uh, he works hard, he does a lot of stuff. But he, you know what, I respect his decision to kind of go more popular. Because people are, I can tell you, there's a bunch of people that have won best, you know, best actor that you don't hear people talk about. But everyone talks about oh, yeah. Him. Everybody talks about Sam Jackson. Everybody talks about oh, yeah. Nick Fury and all that stuff. So, you know, and, you know, technically he does have an Oscar. He got a lifetime achievement. one. So, you know, I get it. And, uh, well, you know what, he's immortalized as, as Nick Fury. And that's really plenty. Think uh for any any career. But uh I just want to hear Sam Jackson just be like, Man, fuck the Oscars. That's I just wanna hear him say that. Get these motherfucking Oscars.
1: No. <laughs> Sam Jackson don't need no motherfucking Oscars. What? Say what again, motherfucker. I say say what again. I don't need no
0: motherfucking Oscar. Basically. <laughs> Get these motherfucking Oscars off my okay you get the point uh, but anyway hats off to Sam Jackson we, we see you man well mm-hmm. Marvel you know the Marvel train keeps on going yeah, have you heard have you heard, heard really heard people in like y'all are doing too much right now I keep hearing people say that like is it, is it Marvel fatigue time the answer is no alright no the answer is no We they, they can keep on putting out as much as they're putting out we're not tired of it Uh so, I was very happy to hear uh, that vari- uh, not Variety, not uh, the Hollywood Reporter uh, broke last week that they are developing a Wonder Man uh, TV show for Disney+. Wonder Man! We've got... Look, Lottie, we've gotten that far into the MCU that Wonder Man is appearing. I... Just for y'all that don't wa read comics or anything, or maybe you didn't like watch the animated, you know, Avengers um, Earth, Mightiest Heroes or anything like that. You just don't know. You talk about a like bench player. <laughs> Am I right? Like a, a yeah. like like a a third string quarterback. Not even a quarterback. A third string, uh, you know, offensive lineman, the, if you will, like in football terms. Of a superhero, and this dude's getting his own show, which apparently is going to be a comedy, um, and it's being mm-hmm. de- it's being developed, uh, produced by Destin Daniel Cretton, who directed *Shang-Chi*. Uh, it's also being written by Andrew Guest, who was a, a writer on, uh, was it *Brooklyn 9 9 So mm-hmm. it's you know, that's definitely a, a comedy series. And if y'all don't know, it's uh, you know. It's about a, a Wonder Man, uh, it's about Simon Williams, who's, I guess he's the son of uh, a rich, you know, he's the son of a like a rich industrialist. Uh, he goes on to become a, an actor, and there, I've heard tell that it's going to be like a sort of a Hollywood, uh, Marvel Hollywood sort of thing. Maybe like Entourage or something like that, uh, and that I've also heard that um, Scarlet Witch may actually show up in it. Uh, because historically within the comics, she and uh, Wonder Man have been romantically linked at one time, and also because um, because Vision was, you know, Vision in the comics, his his brainwave patterns were copied from uh, from Simon Williams. So anyway, Lottie, they, they're reaching deep in the bench and they're making making uh, you know making TV. What, first of all, what, what do you think about Wonder Man getting that? And what is this? What do you think this says about you know about Marvel Studios and what they're make, what they're planning to do, what they're making?
1: Honestly, I don't know much about Wonder Man. I'm just you know, but I'm looking stuff up about him. He looks like a pretty cool character. I'm looking at concept art of how he. will
0: well, he, so and he I'll tell you that he, he, he was an Avenger, so this could be Avengers West Coast coming together. He was—he's an Avenger. He's got basically energy powers, and uh, he can survive in space without breathing and stuff like that. So yeah, he's—he's—he's uh, he's a, he's a powerful Avenger, if you will.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking at this. It looks. I see. There's a part where it kisses. uh uh uh, wanda so yeah i am i am i am excited to see what they do with this character like i said i have to look at him look more up on him but the fact that you know we all know the comic books there's a lot of characters that they can reach into the back and use so i know that for what they've done especially with um Moon Knight, I know they can introduce a new character like this and be and add a new fresh spin to Marvel. So I'm excited for it.
0: Right, yeah, it's it should be should be fun. We're, and obviously, it's early days, but uh, the fact that they're even talking about it in Hollywood Reporter means we're definitely we're you know probably gonna get it uh, going pretty soon. Maybe they'll start filming next year. So. Let's uh, let's talk about something. Uh, I, I call this unfortunate news, but it, I mean, it's I, I guess it, it is it, but it, it it's a, it's a silver lining. So Miss Marvel premiered, and it is unfortunately the lowest uh, lowest premiere uh, numbers for a Disney Plus Marvel show so far. Uh, half of as much as the one point. I think it's one point nine billion, uh, billion 1.9 million people apparently watched the first episode of one division so it's like 775 I think was something like the number and um, hey I I can hear the fandom menace going ha get woke go broke right that's that's what you hear uh, on the other side the, the here's something interesting now, now the number that they got said that The number of, you know, uh, black, Asian, uh, you know, basically non-white viewers skewed like they really the numbers went up significantly uh, for the Mm -hmm. viewership from those people. And and so and I can tell you that the, the engagement from people who actually have seen it has been has been pretty high. I've heard, you know, mostly positive things uh, online so what is you know lottie what do you think what do you attribute this these low numbers to uh terrible marketing
1: terrible marketing marvel did a terrible job marketing this show and i can tell you why because i have quite a few friends who have kids who told me that they didn't know the show was on because they didn't market it and their marvel Try to market this show to adults, and it's not an adult show. Market it to kids. This show should be on youtube like like it should be like on YouTube like ads for like Fortnite and stuff like that. It should not be on an ad for me looking up videos about the Doom Slayer. You know what I mean? Like, why are you trying to market it to an adults? Marvel, Disney did a terrible job marketing the show. This is why the show's doing bad. The reason, and I know friends who have kids who watch the show, they loved it. Like I said, this is not, Disney needs to realize this is not an adult show. Do not show it to adults. And it's just, there's some people that, happy that the show exists but they're not interested in it and that's not a bad thing it's like it's like saying um me me saying i don't watch spongebob anymore but i'm not saying spongebob's a bad show you know what i mean i just Mm -hmm. it's not for me anymore and that's what marvel i think had a misstep in you know what i mean with the marketing of this show that's just you know what i mean
0: right no, I mean, I, I can't disagree with you because <clears throat> I think part of that is that Marvel has been selling the same product for so mm-hmm. long that people uh, people aren't used to them sort of stepping away from that, you know, ste- stepping away from that very specific, you know, version of the product, meaning that they could tell any kind of story within. The Marvel Universe but mostly they've been telling the same kind of story and people are very used mm-hmm. to it so when you know when they marketed this and they're just like this just looks like Lizzie McGuire or something like that which is an unfair but not entirely off-balance look at at that it's they you know, I heard a lot of people saying it's a Disney Channel movie or a TV show it's a you know it's, it's a Disney TV show or something like that and so you're right. If they wanted younger people to watch it, they had to market it there. But the truth is is that it's not really... It's a more of an all-ages show that is really like, you know, it focuses on a teenager. And so it's not going to hit all of those mature angles that maybe people expect.
1: And, and, and see, this is the thing that Marvel needs to not make this misstep. Do not do the misstep that uh kingdom hearts did do not make every, you know like don't get me wrong i do agree that it's nice that us people who watched uh, uh uh like what if and all that stuff got rewarded in certain movies and you know watching these shows but at the same time you cannot make all your fans watch all of your content because when you do that you can cause fatigue because we have to watch so many things it's like kingdom hearts kingdom hearts started making games on a d uh, a ds they started making on a 3ds they started making cell phone games ps vita people psp people got worn down because they're like we got to buy all this stuff just to play and get the story of Kingdom Hearts to the point someone like me who's a fan of Kingdom Hearts, I just gave up. I just was like, whatever, I'll just play Kingdom Hearts 3. Whatever happens, I'll just figure it out from word of mouth or anything. And this is the thing that Marvel needs to be careful of. Have that Miss Marvel is connected to the movies without making it requirement to watch it. You know what I mean? Like don't do not have that Miss Marvel you have to watch Ms. Marvel to get what's going on in, a, in movies. Because if you do that, you can push adults away from your show. Because like I said, this show is not meant for... Like you said, I know it's an all-adults thing. It's like everyone is like... Like I said, Spongebob's like that. I don't watch Spongebob. But imagine if I'm like... Let's say I, I like the Avatar... And the only way I understand the story of the Avatar I had to watch this one episode of Spongebob. i will be like, for what? You know what I mean? And it's just, that's where it's like, I think Marvel needs to, Disney and Marvel, Kevin Feige, all needs to be careful with making everything so incumbent in the store. Because if you do that, it might stretch people out too thin. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, I think uh, this show is, I, I, honestly, I know that they're not going to, they're not going to just like not do anymore with her just because of that low start i think this is a show that has a has a uh, potential to to kind of have uh growth you know to grow up mm-hmm. blow up more over over the weeks and um like i said it's got very positive uh numbers from you know people of color basically so um i think i think they, they they're not paying you know she's going to be in the Marvels and everything like that, and uh, and it doesn't hurt, it doesn't help that she's an unknown quantity to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There's there's no market penetration really uh, for people. Most people don't know who the hell she is, so it's not surprising that this happens. I think I'll be more surprised if week over week it does not improve mm-hmm. I mean, because uh, so far the show's gotten better uh, mm-hmm. from the first to second episode, but we'll see. And we'll let you guys know uh, what goes on there uh, in the future. Uh, Lottie, we got new uh, news, for, or I guess a quote or something from Aaron Taylor Johnson, who we know is uh, Craven the Hunter. He's playing uh, the, you know, Craven the Hunter in Sony's up, upcoming movie. Uh, he kind of gave some insight about the character. Uh, and Lottie, what do you, well, what, what do you know about what in your mind? What is Craven the Hunter?
1: raven hunter he is he is a man who wants to hunt the greatest uh prey and we all know one of the greatest prey and he hunted after was of course spider-man so but we know eventually he does become more of an anti-hero later on but that's my understanding of Craven the Hunter. He's a good villain. He's not really... I won't say he's much of a villain. He's more of a neutral character that was, wants to just be like, hey, Spider-Man, I want to hunt you. Right. You know what I mean? And like I said, eventually becomes an anti-hero.
0: Right. And I will note, at one point, he has been a member of the Sinister Six. Generally speaking, he's been a bad guy. Right? Okay. So, most, most recently... Uh, thanks to the, the efforts of Squirrel Girl, he's become more of a heroic figure. But, you know, the point is, traditionally speaking, he's a, he's a bad guy. Well, Aaron Taylor Johnson says, <laughs> he says he's, he's an anti-hero. He's not uh, any Spider-Man's number one rival. Okay, he's one of Marvel's most no, iconic, notorious anti Spider-Man's number one rival. He's just a hunter and a human with conviction. And and then he said he's a, an animal lover and protector of the natural world. So, uh, yeah. I just wonder, did the writers read any Spider-Man? I'm just trying to figure this out. Like, uh, now I'm not saying I've read Spider-Man recently. And maybe this, maybe he has turned into like, You know, uh, environmental uh, terrorism or whatever you want to call it. Maybe he does, you know, hunt down people that are poaching or whatever. But my understanding that the man just cares about hunting the biggest game and all that other stuff. So it's very, it's a very strange and not promising, in my eyes, not a promising start to this particular character. Um, I agree. Because it's kind of like with Morbius, which again, mind you, I liked Morbius, but they definitely went with a more heroic version of Morbius rather than the villainous start he got in the comics. And I'm afraid they're going to do the same thing here, especially because there's no Spider-Man for him to be a foil of. He's obviously he's going to be the good guy in this. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, that's 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 worrying. You know, I I reserve. I'm gonna reserve judgment, but that is worrying. Uh I don't know a lot of that. They, they're going this way with it. What do you think?
1: I I'm worried. The only thing that could probably curve my worry my worry is that this is a prequel story and it becomes a villain at the end. You know, that's. Yeah if this is like a joker-esque story where we start off with this guy being this and eventually becomes the Craven the hunter we know but if he's this new environmental terrorist i'm sorry no <laughs> i mean <laughs> what, what? I did, yeah well, it's just
0: expect, the I'll thing go. that i
1: will say is hmm. that i would hope that we don't always have to turn super we don't, when we make these super villain hero movies, we don't have to turn them into anti heroes. They can still be villains. You know what I mean? It's okay. We can have a villain main character.
0: I don't know. They, they, they have a Joker is the first time I've actually kind of seen them go with that. And, but my thing is, I, there's one angle that they could do that I think would work for me at least. And that would be the Poison Ivy route, where, where you know, Ivy is like, just generally speaking, doesn't like people and prefers plants to people, right? Yeah. If that was his tactic where he just lost all respect for other humans and instead was a sort of, you know, not feral, but like a man of the of the woods and like he, he prefers to be around, you know, beastmaster around animals, that would be a little more an interesting wrinkle. But just like he's supposed to be the hunter, why would he... You know why? Why is why is he suddenly like you know an environmentalist or something? He didn't ever care about it in the comics. He just wanted to hunt the biggest game. So I don't know. I mean, where, just a lot of speculation, obviously. But um, I, I I hope that there's a little more light shed on that uh, in the future because uh, it's a little worrying. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, and also, Sony their track record so far not great. <laughs> with these characters. I mean, they got Venom, but they also have Morbius. So uh, I guess we'll see. We're going to see uh, when uh, we hear some more uh, in the future. All right. And uh, our last one, the, the big one. Uh, <laughs> we've been talking about bag, bag fumbling for a while now. First, it was the, Letitia Wright trying to lose that Black Panther money and then Evangeline Lilly trying to lose that, uh, you know, that Ant-Man money. And Amber Heard, she doesn't, she doesn't drop the bag totally, right? She, we heard about the whole Aquaman situation, Uh but now Ezra Miller, and we do remember we talked about him uh, like uh, months ago, but but yeah. this guy, or I'm sorry, this person, they they've been accused of of, of grooming, what? Well, which in this way, it's a weird. It's to be honest it's not grooming in the sense that i understand like i've understood grooming to be like you know you know mostly men setting up or conditioning you know younger people or people or whatever uh women or whatever into eventually having a sexual relationship but -hmm. the way that they're saying it here is more like just uh, more like uh brainwashing or that seems to be. I, I hate. That's why I hate people using the word "grooming" when they're they're not using it correctly. But whatever. Uh, uh, a family in uh, Hawaii, I guess Native American uh, parents. They they've got a restraining order and everything for uh, Ezra Miller against their 18 year old uh, daughter. Or um, and apparently Ezra Miller's known her since she was 12, and you know they're just. And they're by right now, no one can find them, right? They're they're off the grid, if you will. They're, so that people are looking for them, so they can serve the, the restraining order, or whatever. That's the that's the situation. Now, look, there's more details than that. I'm not trying to dig dig deep into it. The point here is, my, uh, this dude's fucking up. He's fucking up. This fumbling the bag, Lottie. Again, not going to go deep into the details. But literally, they're saying, you know, I'm, we're hearing that he's not going to be the Flash moving forward. Right. And I just have to ask, like, what the, what is going, what's going on with this guy? Or, sorry, what's going um, on with this person?
1: There's something wrong with him. I mean, the only thing that I question is, it took DC, in my opinion, a little too long to act, but. Man, this is bad. Like, it's... Man, DC got to deal with this twice. And this time, it's a main... For a main movie, and not just any movie. It's The Flash. I mean... Whew, I bet you uh, Fantastic Beasts are just happy that they were able to get across the finish line with the third movie. <laughs> before he Before he just... His brain went into another dimension. Because yeah. man, I don't know what's going on with this guy. Because,
0: and I want, I actually, and I want to note that there are some wrinkles in there. Uh, the the young woman in in question, which let's let's be fair, let's be clear here, is a grown up, right? Is a grown up. But which isn't to say that none of this is true is is not true or or is true or false. to just point out that she's she's saying i'm fine not being i'm not being groomed or brainwashed or whatever my parents are crazy so forth and so on but still there's this restraining order so there's like there's other other wrinkle of like what's actually going on then you have other accusations of other people so it's just like it's it's you know i i tend to say like you know where there's i don't even like to say where there's smoke there's fire but after you know, all this other stuff's gone on, and then you have these other people talking or people accusing him of, of stuff. It's at some point you're just like, okay, maybe it's true. And you're right. What is what is DC? What does Warner Brothers do about this? And I think it's, I mean, obviously they should have been, they shouldn't have even shot this damn movie, right? Yeah, they shouldn't even because, oh boy, he, you know, uh, you know they they choke slam some woman, right? Yeah. And they, and they that can't be the only accusations of, of, of craziness that they they've been accused of. And now they've, you know, D, DC and Warner Brothers have spent two hundred million dollars on this movie. They can't not release it. It's just they just can't. That's if it's if they could if they had to stop releasing stuff every time one person in a movie fucks up they never release movies right and yep. i don't everyone's like they just should just put it on HBO Max y'all shut up i just want, just like for real that's 200 million dollars even if all these people were like we're boycotting it because because Ezra Miller's in it i bet you they put it in the in the theaters then they'll get their 200 million dollars back so you know what i'm saying like people are there's a lot of, of reckless talk about not releasing it i'm like that is, doesn't make any kind of monetary sense i don't care what you feel about Ezra miller you know and it's just it's just messed up that because he's having a, a breakdown or something like that all these other people you know kind of get to
1: have to suffer because you know, of
0: him it's crazy um, what, are, are you going to see it if it, if, when they eventually release it?
1: I'm going to see it for the other people involved. I'm not going to punish the director, the producer, the other characters in the movie because of one idiot. You know? Yeah. I'm just, that's, in my opinion, that's just stupidness when people say we're boycotting this. I mean, you're hurting honest people. What about what about the intern, the intern that's doing the lighting? Does well, he deserve? I, I
0: would note that they probably have all been paid for that already. Here, here's another wrinkle. Probably Ezra Miller got back end points for this movie. So, every, so when the movie makes a profit, if it makes a profit, he's going to get paid more. So the the direct ticket sales are probably going to put money in his pocket. Do you mm-hmm. does that change your mind about seeing this movie? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I I feel to be honest, I mean, y'all stand on a principle if y'all want to. I, it's, it's entirely up to you. If this, you know, weirds you out and you don't like it, you know, don't 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 go see it. There's nothing against that. I personally am not going to avoid this movie. If I look, if I didn't avoid Fantastic Beast, with J.K. Rowling being, you know, a transphobic dickhead. <laughs> if, I, yeah. if I didn't avoid it for her, then I'm definitely not going to avoid it for, uh, you know, for Ezra Miller. You can take me to task for that all you want to, but I just don't. I don't agree that someone's personal foibles means that whatever their their art that they engage in is somehow tainted. Also, that just doesn't register with me. Uh, They've already Mm -hmm. paid them. Sorry, they already paid them for their work. Their faces on it. That's unfortunate, Um, but it's already been made. So there's no point to me of scrapping this thing to make some people feel better. Those people can feel better by staying at home. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But um, but I'm gonna have to say, uh, we're you know on the leaderboard of bag fumbling. Definitely gonna have to put Ezra Miller. He's he's. It's like this is like a horse race. He's he's surged to the to the front. He's a, he's a he's ahead by several uh, lengths, because yeah, he's Gina Carano is looking at him like, damn, I didn't even fuck up that. I just I was just on a TV show. You fucked up a whole movie. So, <laughs> oh man, uh, we hope we hope they get the the work. Uh, the help they need, and just work this thing out. So, But we'll see. We'll let you guys know uh, more about that uh, when we hear about it in the future. Uh, All right, so that's all of our news for this week. Uh, Lots of things we covered, but, hey, maybe we missed something or maybe you just have something to say. Uh, Get down to the comment section and let us know what you think. And, of course, you can always hit us up, supernotfunyshow at gmail.com or at one on Twitter. And uh, we can chop it up, talk about uh, more of those news items. So now it's time to turn our attention to the main event. Uh, Lottie, we uh, as, as we have been the last uh, couple weeks, uh, we are covering the boys as the season moves along. We're on the episode five. What I think it, is it five out of ten or five out of eight? Do, do, you know? do you know?
1: Usually the boys have usually the boys have about twelve episodes.
0: I, w- I wonder I you know it's I'm
1: usually wondering. twelve it's usually like twelve or thirteen episodes the boys
0: yeah well at the at, we're at the very least we I I believe we're at least at the halfway point uh, if not we're you know just a little short of the halfway point um, but uh, and that's fitting for this episode uh, episode five which. I feel like it's a bit of a, I don't want to say it's a, it's a bit of a breather. Like the first four episodes have been real, you know, pedal to the metal. Like a lot of, a lot of movement and all that stuff, you know. And so this was a bit of a, I want to say a re, recharge or re, um, not recharge, but like a, a bit of a reset in the middle of the, of the season. Uh, and so Lottie, uh, you saw the episode, it's, the episode is called, uh, <laughs> what is it called? the last time to look on this world of lies and it's really it's about you know you know uh, the new state of affairs at Vault with homelander running the running the show and then you know a train and and blue hawk sort of they have their their meeting of the minds and like it kind <laughs> of oh, of course goes goes to crap uh, the boys there you know they're back state sizing sort of trying to figure out what to do about uh what's his name, Soldier Boy's return. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's, so there's, and, you know, Starlight's is back on the scene, and, you know, her and Huey are sort of having their, you know, difficulties. And, of course, uh, you know, we see more with uh, the female Kimiko and uh, Frenchie, and they're, you know, as she's trying to recover, so... There's a there's a lot going on in here, but also again, it was sort of a a, a bit of a breather episode. So, uh, Lottie, uh, what did you think about that episode? And what what were your highlights, uh, and or you know maybe some things you didn't quite like?
1: So I have highlights and lowlights, and lowlights not in like it was bad. It's just parts of the thing that just made me just want to throw a fist. So I'm gonna bring this up one two, first. This woman left mother's milk for this piece of shit. I'm a... uh, This woman left mother's milk for this piece of shit. He's like, Homelander is a good person. He's doing this. He's doing this. She needs... Basically, he's trying to indoctrinate a, a black girl into racism. And then he says, well, hold up. Maybe shouldn't you be careful around the girl? That's his daughter. You get the... Mm. Me and my cousins both said that at the same time. I'm like, I want to punch this motherfucker in the face. And this t- woman
0: left him for him. Uh, look, I, to, to be fair to her, mother's nah. mother, He's he is a he's he's a lot, and especially I know not, that.
1: But right. for this guy, this yeah. guy, that's what I'm saying. She left him for this guy. Yeah. That's the thing that just gets me. So here's my other, uh, so g- going past that, my um, um, another highlight is that I kind of was right that Huey is now he's obsessed with power, and I understand why he wants it because he wants to feel like he could protect Starlight. But like Starlight says, I don't need some muscular person to protect me. I need somebody that can I can confide to emotionally. And Huey's not understanding that, but I can understand where he comes from because he saw one of his, you know, his the love of his life die in front of him and he couldn't do anything about it. He doesn't want to see the next one die. Right. Um, next one, Frenchy just can't catch a break. Every time it seems like his life is getting better, something terrible happens. And now he's kidnapped by old chick and it's just... Yeah. <laughs> i just want him i just i just was like uh what's her name finally um uh what's her name kumiko yeah kumiko finally was able to speak some words and now he's captured so i can already i'm already calling it now she's going to get her powers back and rip yeah. old russian chicken half
0: yeah <laughs> yeah um I mean, there's a lot going on in this episode. Not, I'm not going to say too many spoilers before we we can actually do some like serious spoilers. But I enjoyed the kind of the the less stressed version of this show because I've been stressed out every time I watch this damn show. Just Anthony Starr is just he's killing it so hard as Homelander that I'm just like it's just me. It's just got me on edge. So mm-hmm. it's nice to to see. A little less of that. I really enjoyed the whole Winter Soldier aspect of uh, uh, Soldier Boy. Um, I really liked. Uh, I I loved the little. And this is not really a spoiler. This was, this was in the trailer for the episode. The little song and dance bit. Uh, I thought. Yeah. That, that was a great little, just like a breather uh, within the episode. Oh shit! And then, like, just as you expect in this this episode, as you expect. Homelander's a terrible CEO. Like, yeah. I, I, and I want to draw attention to this. You know, again, this isn't spoilers. This is just uh, you know talking about some things that the the uh, creator of the show and the writers. If y'all don't look, we don't live in a subtle age. Can you? Can we agree with that? This is not an age of mm-hmm. subtlety. People are apparently too dense or too slow to get allegory or subtext or any of that shit. And there's a lot of complaining about that. But you know what? This is not a time for subtlety. You, people need to be slapped in the face with with the you know shit that's going on or their terribleness. Because tiptoeing around their fucking feelings has not worked. So let's be honest about this show. This show is not tiptoeing around anybody's fucking feelings. And you know no. those feelings they are especially not tiptoeing around is Trump supporters. If you're a, tr- <laughs> hey, if you're a Trump supporter... Understand this. Co- this show is coming hard for you. How do I know this? Am I just digging this out of my ass or something like that? Am I just you know projecting my own uh political leanings onto this? Nope. It's coming straight from the the words of the creator of the show, Eric Kripke, that Homelander is Trump. He's literally tr- and look at the way it it plays out, right? Mm-hmm. I mean he he gets super popular with. With you know loser ass dudes like mother's milk's uh, his ex wife's new new man, this, you know Ome- these beta omega males, these cucked cuck males as they like to say, who who would feel empowered by seeing some dude like him be like, I'm unapologetic in my shittiness. I'm a my shittiness is actually good, and the people that tell me I'm shitty are bad, right? I'm, I'm. I'm. If you feel the exact same way as me, you're equally as powerful as me. All this other stuff, he assumes control through bluster and just. I mean, obviously he's the strongest man in the room, but he assumes control and just assumes that whatever the fuck he says must be right, and everyone just needs to hop too. But sur- fucking surprise, he gets to run the company and he's terrible at it. He's yep. tra- he's trash at it, right? He's trash at the at, at the things that Stan Edgar was good at, he sucks at. Right? And yep. you can and you can see it and no one's gonna fucking say anything because they're afraid of him. Afraid of what he can unleash on, on them. Right? This it's literally like everything I'm saying, if you took the superpowers out was what it's what is what Trump was about, right? And so you got all everyone that's around him at, at is all they are doing is kissing ass and being scared and whatever, whatever, and then relishing their small little victories over other people, rather than you know actually doing a fucking good job or trying to rein in his stupidity. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that about this show. You know, whatever, whatever your political leanings, be clear here: they're going hard. They're going hard at at a hell. I see some shit they're going at me on. You know, I and I, it, I'm
1: fine. Mm. I get that. But- the, 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 this this show, this show, is a compilation of going after every stupid community slash, not even stupid communities, but mostly the stupid communities in the world. The red pill community, the I hate all men community, the uh, they're going after the Trump supporter community. The, um, the uh, uh 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 blacks that say black people need to do better community, like they're going after every single one of them, and it's just they're just swinging absolute haymakers at them. And sometimes it's a subtle jab that the next then the next punch will just knock you off your feet. Yeah. And I love it about it. And it's like you said, they pick on some people like us that are that are nerds and we're like, "Hey, man, you don't got to pick on us like this." And I just but it's it's great. This is what I love about the show. And and the one I just remembered it. <laughs> They went after simps.
0: <laughs>
1: was, there's a, a superhero
0: only fans. I was I, like I this show. Oh, <laughs> oh, and did you, you see it? It was Seth Seth Rogen was on <laughs> it. I was I was like hey, yo, that I, I when I saw it and I saw what was, I was like I was like this chick was supposed to be a premiere Superhero. Now she's just doing. All, she's doing like, you know, she's doing. Th- what do you call it? What, what's the hell of that? She's doing uh one of these ch- ChatterBait or something like that. Yep. I was like, no, yo, this. I, you know, I, I'm not gonna carry on too much longer on the the non spoiler. But man, this episode went in, it, yeah. even even at a slower pace, it went in. There was some. I mean, there was even a, you know some changes in Huey and and uh, Starlights relationship. We we saw the link to which um we saw the link to which uh uh Butcher will go. We saw Maeve it was just like she's giving no fucks, right? Yeah. And and Homelander doesn't care. Like it's look, there's there's just levels to this. I keep saying I say that every week but there's so many levels to this and uh it's this show's just fantastic. I best superhero show on on TV. Uh, i think and uh and i whenever i see people that don't like it i'm just like i don't know what y'all are watching uh because this is on point so anyway um those are our non-spoiler thoughts uh we're gonna get into some spoilers right now uh so if you haven't seen it go by go watch this show what are you doing go watch the show all right <laughs> all right lottie let's do some spoilers um mm-hmm. fuck you know what one of the main things that stood out in my mind and this episode there's a bunch of stuff but a train being the worst possible ambassador for racial healing he's he sucks like i cannot wait for someone to kill him and and the thing is he's trying to do what he considers to be the right thing but he's so fucking shallow that he can't even pull it off he's so shallow he can't realize he's like oh you know he's like oh well uh Oh, this Blue Hawk guy—he's fine. This Blue Hawk is clearly racist. Clearly. And so, just like oh, just do a, do an apology or something, and then it turns into and then I love the whole at the end he was talking about the agitators and all that. He's—I mean, Blue Hawk is quite honestly an un—you un, uh, know an undisguised police officer, a, a, a you know, a terrible police officer, a toxic. You know racist uh you know the one of the so-called bad apples so the that's yeah. supposedly the few bad apples but man it's funny how he sounds like an awful lot of motherfucking police officers and i i thought that's that was some some you know grade a in your rubbing your fucking nose in it satire and i loved it um, yeah it's one of my highlights but i mean other shit, oh, there's so much other shit going on in this episode um, what what's one for you? Uh, what's some for you?
1: So, like I said, I talked. Um, it, it's it's like just to just to quickly finish up what you were saying too. It's just as unfortunate that his brother has to pay for the consequences of A Train's idiotic stupidity. You know, just s- fucking dumbass.
0: Oh fuck, fuck <sighs> that guy. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I can't believe how dare y'all. And I, I love and hate them for making me want the black guy to be dead. I, I can't exactly. I, I can't wait till this motherfucker gets killed. Like I exactly. can't fucking hate I hate him. Uh congratulations. <laughs> guys. Y'all y'all made me hate the black guy.
1: Uh <laughs> and honestly I remember I was talking to uh my friend Anthony about this. They got us rooting for an absolute piece of shit. And that is uh what's his name? Soldier Boy, and I was telling Maurice, he's worse than Homelander, and he was like, "What do you mean?" I said, "Bro, the man rapes little kids." And he's like, "What do you want?" What he was like, "Yeah, he has sexually violated all of his um, what's it called, sidekicks?" Now,
0: this in the comic, or they were no, it happened in the show. Well, I know that they meant that about the guy, uh, the the, his sidekick on on there. I know that, but. Yeah, this, it's, you know, the, I mean, he's, he's, he's uh, old, he's clearly racist, right?
1: Yep. He's racist. What's so crazy about it is he's homophobic, but he's homosexual.
0: Well, and I I actually sort of hate that, if I'm, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I, I, I hate that aspect of it because that's, that's a trope that I, that really needs to stop. Like the idea that all the people who are the most knee-jerk homophobic are secretly gay. That like that that sort of that's that has the same energy as oh you know Hitler was actually uh, his grandmother was Jewish and I'm like as if like oh it's you know Jewish a Jewish person is actually killing Jews like I hate I fucking hate that. Um, but yeah. we'll we'll see. I'm I reserve, reserve judgment on that. I just I hate that trope. It's it's ridiculous. And it's used too much, but um, Starlight and Huey are on the rocks. They might even be done, you know. And that's yeah because and who's right? Let me ask you: Who is right in this particular situation? I, I'm not so sure it's it's clear.
1: Neither are right because they have to stop homeless. You know what I mean? Someone has to stop Homelander. The only thing that I felt like Huey was just being very, very. Is that you are. It's like. It was like. What's her name said? You're helping a piece of shit. There's another way. There's. This is where Huey. This is the problem with Huey and Butcher. Their anger and rage for Soup's. Is so intense that they're willing to help a piece of shit kill a piece of shit instead of trying to find a better way and look for the better way. They feel the only way, the only way, because this person just killed hundreds of people earlier that day. Yeah,
0: they and I I don't, you know, sort sort of on accident, maybe. But, but and, still, and, though, and mur- and murdered his his ex-girlfriend who clearly sold him out. Like, is there I, you just have to wonder, aside from Starlight, maybe Supersonic, are any of the soups worth the damn? Because it seems like all of them are shitty. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's Crimson yeah. Countess got barbecued or whatever by um, by Soldier Boy for selling him out to go to the Russians? Yep. Uh, and apparently, probably Stan Edgar had something to do with that. Um, but yeah, his, yeah, you know, I get it. Huey's, he's feeling like there's no, he's had no power, and there's and there's the decks is stacked against them. Oh, you know, all sides are being played. The soups are being protected. They've got to level the playing field. He's not wrong, and it sort of annoys me that Starlight doesn't recognize that because she's, it, it look, it's got. Her her talk about how to do things, the, 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 you know, how to do things, it's got the same energy as like someone who's never faced discrimination, you know, exactly talk, she, talk, I talking, agree. talking about the right way to protest. I mean, in some ways, I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, in your, maybe for you, maybe it's your, your you know, maybe for you. But for us, this is a shit's a bit more immediate, you know? Exactly. Because the
1: thing about it is I'm not saying Starlight is right. And I completely agree. She comes from, like you said, she is, she reminds me of that one person who's Caucasian who has a bunch of black friends that go like, uh, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be too upset about this because this person will fix it. Wait, hold up. You don't have to go through this because like at the end of the day, Starlight is a soup. As long as she just listens to Homelander, she's fine. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody else can get like Homelander wants to kill Butcher and what's his name? Uh uh, 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 Huey. He wants them dead. So it's like I said, it's it's just they're in a, stuck in a very very hard place. Which I didn't think they could raise the stakes more than they could raise the stakes prior, but the stakes are pretty high, and I'm just yeah. and I'm enjoying. Every last minute of it. Oh yeah. man, this is going to be good.
0: I, I really like that. They introduced uh, the legend, the guy that, that made the comic book uh, stories. And he's just like a, he's just like an, an old school, like Hollywood executive. He, he you know, I, he's a, he was a fun little addition to the, to the uh, story. I hope, I actually hope he shows up uh, later on. And, uh, and he points to like the next clue of where they, where they could go. Um, I liked the Soldier Boy thing. You know, he's clearly he's the weapon, and they they figure that out. Uh, Butcher keeps making decisions to fuck the boys up, you know, to ruin the whole the crew. Yeah, um, you know, with whole with drugging mother's milk and everything like that, which was I understood. I understood where he was coming from. Um, what's uh, and of course like we were saying earlier, you know. Uh, uh, Homelander just has tightened his grip on it, and everyone sees that he's the worst possible person to be running things. But they're going to keep on, you know, toeing the line with Ashley, you know, kicking out Starlight, you know, all that stuff. I, it's just he he he's a force. He's a presence even when he's not in on screen. Uh, and it's pretty it's pretty great uh, in in my mind. I just, uh, I'm just, i just like, how are y'all gonna dig yourself out of this? And obviously they're gonna have to do a side quest to get Frenchie back and everything. But how are they gonna dig themselves out of this this hole? Uh, because the hole's pretty damn deep right now, uh, as far as I can see. And it's not clear that they're gonna get out before they get buried, you know? So, um, and I'm just, I'm like, God dang it. Starlight and Huey, can y'all save this bullshit for later? <laughs> Am I right? I'll just save it for later because this is not, this is not the time for any of that shit. uh, Yeah. Like like, at all. So anyway, I, I really like this episode uh, and I'm really looking forward to the next episode. So Uh, I think that's all of our thoughts for, for this episode. So what'd you guys think about the, this episode of the, I keep saying this episode. I don't know why. What'd y'all think about episode five of the boys? And uh, what do you think about what we had to say? Get down to the comment section. Let us know what you're thinking. Of course, you can always hit us up, supernotfunnyshow@gmail.com, at gmail.com or at supernotfunnys1 on Twitter. And while you're down there, uh, why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Join the Super Not Funny Show family. And help us grow this channel. Of course, you can always hit the subscribe not the subscribe button. The bell it lets you know when we drop new content. We're always doing uh, reviews and uh, podcasts. So you guys check that stuff out. And also, uh, you know, I wouldn't be able to do this podcast by myself. Lottie helps me out immensely uh, with his insight. So, uh, Lottie, where can they reach you on social media?
1: You can always find me on my uh, Instagram, which is Anu Kinihoon. It's spelled A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. Again, it's A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. And, of course, you can find me on my YouTube channel, which is Kinihoon25. I'm... Uh, uploading more content again. So, whenever you get a chance, come over, leave a like, a comment, and subscribe.
0: Yeah, you guys go over there, uh, show some love, check out what Lottie's got going on. All right, all you fabric and fleshbacks, this had been the 56th episode of the Supercast. Come back next week. More boys, more news, all that good nerdy stuff. Until then, I've been Mode Puffet, the resident fabricant and comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace.
1: Peace.